Why don't we play a couple more tunes and then we're going to get out of here in a little bit. Um, I believe the boys in House of Pride, or the girls, I should say, in House of Pride will be here uh, in a little bit. So uh, we got a couple more tunes and then we'll wrap things up. Uh, I got a couple more plugs and then we're out of here until next time. I believe next week, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, um, and this is this could change. I believe I'll have Cyril Jordan of Flame and Groovies will be either live in the house or Radio. It is the Pearl Cheese Takeover, and I'm here with my fabulous <laughs> Are you not going to introduce me? No, you can't bitch. Hi, it's Poyo Del Mar, everybody. Well, coming up real soon, we have DJ Sean Perry in the house already, and we have Charza
right. What's going on, Miss Garza and Dr. Lou? Yes. Well, everything's fine. <laughs> How you you caught Garza it? while she's eating candy. <laughs> it's been a while since we've had you guys back on. I know. What's Thanks been so going on? Nice. Uh, I know. So uh, you guys have to fill, in, fill us in on all the scope and all that jazz. Poyo, what are the hearts on that? By the way, you guys, I'm periscoping our broadcast today, like portions of it. And Pearl doesn't even know what Periscope is. I have no idea what Periscope is. Periscope is is a new social media app, you guys. It allows you to combine a video, a live video feed, with something akin to the old AOL chat rooms where they can chat and their people are talking and they can ask you questions live and whatever. And then the hearts mean that they appreciate what's going on. They're like they're giving us love. Per oh, that's really? That's cute. That's cute. I that's like it. Cool. So it's kind of like Snapchat. Maybe. It's kind of like but Snapchat, but it's live at the moment. You know, so Periscope. Get it. Anyway, go ahead, Periscope. Garza. Well, we are we are here back again. I'm very happy to to be here, and thank you very much for having us. Dr. Alu yeah. and I are coming from Bridge HIV, and it's, uh, we have some news to share. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, you guys are always doing good things. Now, you guys have been working. Dr. Liu, how long have you been with the Prevention Center? I've been with, uh, with them for uh, about 11 years now. 11 years. Wow. So that's a career. <laughs> what about you, Ms. Garza? Well, this September is going to be 10 years. 10, okay. Wow. Okay. So, years. so tell the listeners exactly what the organization is that you guys are representing. Well, Bridge HIV is a former... Um, HIV research section of the San Francisco Department of Public Health. So we started uh, since the epidemic, and uh, we have been through all these studies and and data collection to uh, understand the virus and find ways to prevent new infections. So mm. this has been since the beginning. Okay, terrific. And this so this involves HIV, which is now a global unit because we are connected with different international networks around the world, so we're doing these studies in many different uh, countries. Oh, wonderful. Now, you guys guys cover both PrEP, PEP, um, and all of this also, correct? Yeah, and the vaccine studies. Oh, wow. So PrEP, PEP, and the vaccine studies are all under you guys at the moment. Uh, Wow, that's terrific. So tell us about Bridge HIV. She just did, Oh, that's the Bridge HIV. God, you are really taking the tweaker tweaker route. No, I have. Um, to, I want to make sure I get all her notes, girl. So well, but the thing was, like, they said that they came with some exciting new news. So tell us about that, doctor. Yeah. So, um, so we wanted to share some exciting news about prep. Um, so, just for our listeners, everyone, it's on the same page. Prep stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis, um, and the idea of that is taking an anti-HIV medication, um, HIV-negative people taking this medication to prevent getting HIV. Okay. In the first place. Um, and these medications are um, the same medications that are actually used um, for HIV treatment. So this is predominantly Truvada, is that correct? Truvada, although we have some exciting new studies that Ooh, okay. are uh, testing some new medications. Um, but the, the news that um, we have to share is that we, um, you know, so um, just a brief history, um, you know, the prep field started about 10 years ago, and San Francisco was leading in terms of an, uh, conducting a number of studies, and, and we had volunteers from our community, which was really great, and we showed that, um, that this Truvada medication is uh, both safe and effective for HIV prevention, and 
these studies helped um, get the approval of this medication by the Food and Drug Administration. The FDA approved it in 2012 for prevention. Okay. Um, and so now we're trying to um, uh, roll out PrEP in the community, and we just completed a, um, a study called the PrEP Demo Project, um, where we, oh. uh, we're rolling out the study in um, STD clinics and a community health center. Um, we enrolled 300 um, uh, gay and bisexual men and trans women uh, in San Francisco, and we found mm -hmm. that people, once they heard about PrEP, were quite interested in it, and we had um, high levels of interest. And what was great was that um, the majority of people were able to um, take the medication reliably, which is um, what um, is needed for it's very important. effective. Right. Um, so this this study shows that um, that people are interested in PrEP. They um, can uh, uh, take it consistently and provide support for um, really expanding um, access to PrEP through our community. Now, the. Uh, I saw another study that's being rolled out, I guess, about to find out whether or not PrEP can be, the Truvada can be taken through, like, intravenously through an injection, like, on a monthly basis. Is that still ongoing? Yeah, so that's one of our new studies that we're doing at Bridge HIV, um, and it's um, testing whether uh, PrEP can be delivered via an um, injectable route. And the advantages of this approach is that um, rather than taking a daily pill, which can be you know a challenge for some people, mm -hmm. that um, instead you could come in every two or three months and get an injection, and the, the medication would last in your body um, for a long a longer period of time. And we think that that could help with a lot of the adherence challenges that people might have with taking the medication. What would that same thing? be equally effective for people who are HIV positive who have to take that as part of a regimen or would that not work the same way? Well, the medication that we're studying right now for injectable PrEP um, is actually also being studied for HIV uh, injectable treatment um, for HIV, people who, have, who are living with HIV. So they would get like three months of uh, all their medications injected at one time? Yeah, so oh there, there are Conceivably. studies that are, are looking at um, uh, uh, providing this medication getting an injection every three months or so. That's like, that's very exciting. That's, I mean, yeah. because adherence is one of the number one things that you hear about is among HIV positive people, you know, in terms of their health because of the fact that it's a, they have to remember, they have to take it at a certain time every day or those kind of issues come up, so. Absolutely. So, um, so I think that there's a lot of excitement for this medication, both for um, treatment as well as prevention. Now, playing um, a devil's advocate role here, um, what is the, um, okay, in my mind, like the direction, redirection of HIV treatment towards a PrEP pill, for example, takes away from the push for a cure because of the fact that it it's both now manageable and preventable through medication that's taken daily. And it feels to me like that's like big pharmaceuticals way of like keeping everybody on the hook because we're talking billions and billions of dollars in, in industry. So how does this impact the, the push for a cure? Um, well, I think there's um, tremendous interest uh, in, in research on HIV cure currently and there uh, have been um, uh, you know, a number of uh, studies in these areas, and I think what we realize is that we need um, 
advances in both HIV treatment prevention and cure research to really um, be able to end the epidemic. Um, so I see these sort of working um, in tandem rather sort of in competition with each other. Okay, terrific. Now I have a question. So a long time ago, years ago, um, I was on PEP because I had a scare. Um, PEP is where you take it after. Yeah, it's, right? the post it's like the morning pill. after. Yeah. Pill. Um, and when I was, when they were instructing me on how to take it, they were saying that um, they can't say that it's 100% effective or it 100% works just because everyone who has taken it has shown up negative, but that's not to say that they ever had it in the first place. Is it the same, is, this, is it the same thing with PrEP or can you guys say it's 100% effective yet? Um, so, yeah, that's a great question. So, so just for our listeners, PEP stands for post-exposure prophylaxis, and um, it involves um, taking a 28-day regimen of medication after a, um, a potential exposure to HIV. Um, and there, there's never been a definitive randomized um, controlled trial um, evaluating uh, PEP and its um, effectiveness, but there have been a number of other types of studies which um, suggest that um, it um, is uh, quite effective for prevention. Um, that's different from PrEP, where we've actually now conducted um, several large um, randomized clinical trials, which are sort of the highest um, level of evidence for in the scientific community. And, um, and several of these studies have shown that um, PrEP um, is quite effective for um, HIV prevention, and when people are able to take the medication regularly and have um, the medication in their blood, that um, appears to be over 90% um, effective. Um, so um, we actually have really strong evidence that practice uh, both safe and effective for HIV prevention. All right. Now, one of the other arguments that I've heard against PrEP really is that um, it excuse me, that HIV isn't the only STI that people should be concerned about and that there are many other contagious sexually transmitted illnesses and diseases that are like ramping up in sort of their impact on the community and that people through not being as concerned now about HIV are exposing themselves and others to the risk of that. And what are your thoughts on those kind of arguments? Yeah. Um uh, so <laughs> we're doing a little mic switch. Um, uh, I think that's um, you know that's definitely a valid concern that people have raised. And what um, and definitely in our counseling, we um, are very clear to let people know that um, this Truvada medication prep does prevent is effective in um, preventing HIV, but does not uh, prevent other um, sexually transmitted mm -hmm. infections. Um, and so um, people, um, you know, should take other precautions. Um, and um, uh, what is interesting, one of the findings from our study, our PrEP demo study, was that um, we, you know, we were tracking STDs very carefully in the study. And what we found was that um, STD, rate, STD rates were very high in people who joined the study, even at the, when they were beginning the study. About a quarter of people had a um, STI diagnosed when they entered the study. Um, oh what, my God! But what we found was that um, <laughs> that you the so sorry, I mean, like Point God, it's like what a pack of whores. We're <laughs> like, I really want to kick this thing. So, well, this was you know in a in an STI clinic. Of um, course, one would hope. Um, but um, but what we found that was interesting was that. 
the rates of STIs did not increase during the study. Um, so what's, um, what it seems that, um, you know, people who are interested in PrEP are people who, you know, are um, potentially being exposed to HIV, but that we're not, uh, we, we did not see uh, further increases um, and, uh, uh, during the study follow-up. Uh, so um, clearly what we recommend is that people who are taking PrEP get regular um, STI screening, and we recommend every three months for that and, um, and, you know, prompt treatment for any infections. So basically my takeaway from that is that if you're enough of a hussy that you're going to come in with an STD, you're like, at least you just won't contract the HIV. Like, I mean, kind of. Like. Yeah, I mean, prep it, you know, um, you know, we don't, we don't say it's a hundred percent effective because, you know, nothing. I'm sorry. I'm just being sexually <laughs> judgmental. I'm like, ugh. Yes, of course. Like. Uh, if, I mean, if you're going to be sexually active on any level, you should be getting tested. You Regularly. know what I mean? And that's really Regularly. what it comes down Absolutely. to because Absolutely. you have a responsibility both to yourself and to any potential partners that you have to... I communicate with your partners, you know. Something happened, you know, get better, you better get tested. Yeah. And so... Mm -hmm. If you've got a leaky faucet, boo, hit the free clinic, okay? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah mess. What, girl? You know it's true. So when did... Um, Give us a little bit of the history of PrEP, like on how it got the okay to go through giving this out and stuff like that. Yeah, so um, so there were several um, large clinical studies that were um, were evaluating the safety and um, effectiveness of PrEP, and one of these was the IPREC study, which we conducted here in San Francisco along with um, several other sites globally. And these studies provided the evidence that PrEP is um, safe, well-tolerated, and can be really um, uh, highly effective for HIV prevention. Um, and so at the same time, there were studies in other populations, including um, uh, uh, heterosexual women and men in Africa, um, as well as um, another study in uh, people who uh, inject drugs. And there was evidence from a number of studies that um, that prep is effective when you and take it. Wow. That I mean, that's the, the part of this that like would be really exciting to me, is the, um, in terms of you know some of the conditions, especially in Africa, where it's so widespread. HIV is so widespread that it's uh, beyond the pandemic that we know of here. You know, it's children and women and young people and um, it's just so prevalent and there's a lot of violence involved and things of that nature so um, but unfortunately even the medications that are available now on a uh, uh, kind of like maintenance level are not available there so the prevention level would be I would imagine be even difficult to reach into those places yeah, I mean, access is definitely an issue uh, for both treatment as well as uh, PrEP. And, um, you know, I think it is um, at the recent um, HIV conference, there was a lot of attention about um, uh, setting uh, goals for increasing um, HIV testing so people know their HIV status as well as getting people access to treatment and then making sure that they can adhere to their medication. Um, and they set these um, uh, goals that, you know, 90% of those uh, the, uh, people are, uh, with HIV are, are, uh, are um, diagnosed and 90% have access to treatment and 90% uh, are fully suppressed. Um, and those are really um, 
uh, ambitious goals, um, but um, I think there is a lot of commitment to try to um, increase access to these medications. So last night I was at a late dinner with my, uh, two of my friends and um, we were having a discussion regarding um, having sex, uh, serodiscoordinate sex between, meaning one partner is negative and one partner is positive. And um, my, I expressed the theory that it is safer to have sex with an HIV positive person who is undetectable than a person who believes themselves to be negative. But doesn't know for sure. But doesn't know for yeah, sure because of the definitely. fact that even after being recently tested, there's still a huge window, window of opportunity for infection. Mm -hmm. And what do you say to people who have those kind of uh, fears, qualms, you know, uh, perspectives? Yeah, no, I think that um, I think there is a lot of validity in that um, perspective, and um, certainly there's um, growing evidence that um, that being fully virally suppressed um, uh, uh, really dramatically reduces um, the um, risk of transmission, um, and you know there um, is a large study that's currently going on in the UK. Um, where um, they, you know, haven't seen infections occurring when, you know, in, in this stably, virally suppressed situation. So, um, and certainly people who are having, um, who either aren't, re haven't recently been tested or maybe having a lot of new partners um, may be actually um, at, um, at heightened risk. So, um, so I think, you know, it's definitely, it, and it's good that people are having more discussions around around um, uh, HIV um, test, not only HIV testing, but also if people are on um, medications, um, you know, the other question is, you know, how, um, uh, whether people are virally suppressed and, and, you know, how well they are adhering to their medication. Well, I mean, the, the reason that I was arguing, um, not in favor of like mm -hmm. this, this, but saying that <clears throat> basically it came down to one person saying like, oh, you know, they have, they, they have, that person has HIV. And I said, well, the fact is that, you know, so many people, especially if you're, where, depending on where you're meeting people, so many people will tell, either tell you that they're negative and, and know exactly the opposite, or they will tell you they're negative, and then you find out that their last test was eight months ago, mm -hmm. when the fact is that you could get tested three weeks ago and have had a partner in the meantime and totally have no idea what's going on in your body. Yeah. It's so. I mean, my thing is like, if you're a gambling person, at least go with the person who knows what the hell's going on and is taking, you know, the proper medication to, you know, to take care of their own health and yours. Either way, partner. kids out there, be safe. That is correct. Girl, just be safe. <laughs> I encourage it. Well, thank Those you are the words you. from Perliquities. You, you know, you this know. This is brought to you by Perliquities. Just in case you didn't know. So, thanks so much, Doctor Albert. Thank you. Miss um, Garza, you have some stuff going on too yourself. Miss Garza always has something going yeah. on. Yeah, well, we always try to keep busy. And, you know, my role here at Bridge HIV is a community events specialist. I'm the community liaison that's always trying to find new ways and keep, you know, this relationship and networks that we have created from, you know, 10 years ago for me now working at Bridge HIV. So it's important for us to go to events and create events and invite people and keep, you know, this ball rolling and, and about community education. So it's always a work in progress. Yeah. Speaking of events, you have some coming up. 
Well, we are uh, trying to, put them, you know, find new strategies always, and we have a, a new study coming, which is completely different. Yeah, we, you will receive the news very soon. Still, but it's that each study comes with a protocol and with a um, with with uh, answers that we want to get. So, how we are going to prepare this new campaign and advertisement, and how we are going to deliver the information to you know to um, our potential participants is always uh, something very exciting. So we are in that phase right now that we have a new, a new study mm. that we have to develop. So we'll be ready in like maybe January to start recruitment, you know. Okay. So, but it's, it's always something going on here at Research. Okay, so tell us a little bit about Hot and Healthy. Well, Hot and Healthy with Garza was created for Bridge HIV. Uh -huh. It was like, um, you know, um, the same idea that uh, doing a drug show and you know raising funds for an organization who's related to HIV field treatment prevention, you know, or, um, so to um, to help them and be more um, out there. Mm -hmm. So to bring that um, this organization collaborate with us and um, you know, get together attraction, have fun, and throw some money, and of course for us to, you know, provide that and share the information we have available. She's constantly passing out a condom, girl. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, girl, I'm sharing is caring. You know, even when I'm not, I'm not working, I'm just somewhere, you know, like, hey, do you have a packet of condoms on you? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, she got it with her. She carries her purse <laughs> full of them. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they think that I own the fabric or that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she owns a latex girl. She'd be making them out. She's making them. Hold on. Like tortillas. Like yes. how the ladies look at them. She's like, hold on. Let me get that condom for you. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so are you going to tell us a little bit about the House of Garza? Yeah, we were trying to, well, we're half of having a kind of sabbatical. And mm, uh, mm -hmm. we, have, uh, but, um, we are preparing something. Uh, November is transgender. Um, Awareness Month. Wow. So, uh, right. At City College. Okay. We are going to uh, screen um, Garza, the documentary that was made uh, almost three years ago. Okay. Oh, wonderful. So uh, it has been in, um, invited to be part of the Transgender Awareness Day at City College. So Very nice. So another collaboration with Bridge HIV, another prevention and community education we can, we can have there. Wonderful. Fabulous. I love it. Do you have a date for that already? It's uh, November 19th. November 19th. Yeah. City Mark College. your calendars. All right. Well, you guys heard it right from the mouth of Garz and Dr. Albert himself. We'll be right back after this short musical break. Like lullabies you are forever in my mind. I see you in all. The pieces in my life Though you were mine You're my first love I wanted to go away with you And I will leave all my troubles 
Okay, that's a good question. Welcome back, you guys. Hi, Jerry everybody. Had a question for yeah, them. Yeah, because I mean, I know some of my friends who are taking prep, but I don't really know who's eligible to take it. How do you get on it? Or, I mean, I'm just so curious. Yeah, it's a, that's a really good question. Um, so, um, you know, prep is not for everyone, but um, it uh, for people who. Um, Maybe at um, risk for contracting HIV, um, it's something to talk about. Uh, talk about with their um, with their um, clinical provider, um, and in um, in general, you know, there's a few tests that need to be done beforehand. People, we we do want to make sure people are HIV negative 
before they um, start taking PrEP. Uh, and um, also just checking to make sure people have um, relatively normal kidney function. So I'm assuming um, that takes at least a, that's at least a six month process. No, it's actually pretty quick. Oh, um, okay. yeah, it's just a blood test. Yeah, but uh, blood tests. Um, okay. And that can happen pretty quickly. Um, and so um, the important thing is to uh, be able to talk with a provider um, about it. Right. And um, in San Francisco, there's a growing number of um, providers who are now prescribing PrEP. Um, and there's a website called um, pleaseprepme.org, which has a list of um, that's being updated, um, you know, continuously with new HIV provider or providers who are providing PrEP. Okay. Okay. All right. So, give us that website one more time. Um, it's pleaseprepme.org, uh, right. and um, it uh, has a nice little map of where the different providers and clinics are. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna try this because I have never done this myself. Dusty, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna try to do this and try to not hang up on you. So well, let's try this. Oh, uh, we got a caller. <clears throat> All right, girl, are you there? Hello? Bitch done hung up on Dusty. I may have hung up on her. Hello? <laughs> I think I hung up on her. Hold on. Oh, damn. Hello? Oh, maybe I didn't hang up Let's on her. Let's be a lesson. Let this be a lesson to all of you. Perlika will totally hang up on your ass. Okay, say something, Dusty. Can you hear us now? I can barely hear you, but I'm hearing Bosch. Oh, we can barely hear you too, girlfriend. Oh. Oops, sorry, it queefed. Um, I don't think you calling back in is going to be the answer because we are at a loss. We. Um, it's just a mess here. Perliqua, turn up your per, turn up your mic, bitch. It's to the max. Oh, it's maxed out. That's as loud as I'm going to go. I think so. Hopefully, people can hear you out there, Dusty. I hope so too. How's everyone doing tonight? Good. How are you? I'm fabulous. I'm fabulous. I actually snuck away from work. I'm hiding in a broom closet, which is quite lovely. Oh, uh, well. Just to do this little uh, plug with you guys. Well, you're, when you're in that broom closet, bitch, be, be on the lookout. I'm looking for new transportation. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like an updated uh, model. I can't wait to see you guys this weekend. I'm so excited to come out. You, so you're coming out <clears throat> for uh, your, your event, Baby Love. Baby Love, yes. So, um, real quick to tell you about um, the event. My husband and I have gone through the surrogacy process and IVF to have a little girl who's on her way. We're very excited. And um, going through all of this, we decided to set up a nonprofit to help couples who are struggling with the financial hurdles of IVF and surrogacy. Since we went through such, um, not hell, I guess, but it was a very trying experience. And we wanted to set up a foundation or a nonprofit to help other couples going through this as well. So um, when we had started doing fundraisers, we were raising money for our surrogacy journey. And um, after deciding to do the nonprofit, we decided, hey, let's throw a big kickoff fundraiser. We'll do it in San Francisco, um, where we both used to live. We have so many friends and support there. Um, so the kickoff event will be Sunday at Oasis called Baby Love. Ooh, what time is that? It is, the doors are at 5. 5 o'clock opens, and we start with our silent auction, 50-50 cash raffle. We're doing an item raffle as well, and uh, showtime is at 7 o'clock. 
right. We're giving away a trip to Boston for two, including airfare. Come on, trip to Boston. Some amazing prizes, martinis for a whole year from Martinis. So Did you say uh, a free martini for a whole year martini at Martinis? But you got Pearl's interest. I love martinis. <laughs> she loves martinis. I love martinis too. Martinis at Martinis is a bomb, girl. You don't know. I love it. Okay, so this yeah, Sunday, yeah, I'm going to have to get the details. Great, great lineup. Um, Trevor Black and Samoa will be there um, opening the show. That's Mr. Gay San Francisco Mr. Leather. Um, the sisters will be there. Sister Betty Chasewell of the Top Rising kind of helped me out on that angle. Uh, DJ MC2, Gorahe Goosh will be there as our official photographer. Um, Andrew Slade and Stratton Moore will be dancing for us, which is so exciting. Uh, special appearances by Hecklina, uh, Woo Woo Monroe, uh, Euphoria, Katya Smirnoff Sky, and Cammie um, Nelson, the primary lead from Beach Blanket Babylon, will be coming to sing live for us. It's really exciting. We have a super great lineup. We're very excited about the whole event. I can't wait to get out there. Very good. Now, um, I'll donate extra money if you can make certain that Pearl wins one one-way ticket to Boston. I would live. <laughs> oh, wait, one-way ticket? One-way, bitch. bitch. Sorry about <laughs> it. Bitch. I mean, come on. We know who we're talking with, right? Oh, my goodness. No, I wanted the girl. I want the free mar martini at Martini's for a whole year. Martini's about to go belly up financially, bitch. If she it. wins the martinis. I hope that you all can come down and check it out. Um, it's $20 at the door. And all proceeds go to the Rainbow Stork. Um, you can follow us. Actually, Friday night when we get there, we're going to be going around town promoting. And we're going to be doing a live tweet feed on Friday night, letting you know where we're going to be. Um, we're definitely going to be hitting up Oasis, Martini's, the stud, um, there is going to be a performance on the bar at the Sea Star, and then we're going to hit the cast or after that, it'll be myself and Grahe and the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, so that'll be fun for Friday night, and then you can catch me at Mother um, Saturday night uh, for Dan Stever. Alright, very All right. good. And you it's going to be a busy, busy weekend. So you guys go out, head out this Sunday to check them out over at Oasis for this fundraiser. And if whoever wins that Martoonies prize, y'all better bring it on over because you know I'll, I'll, I'll pay you. <laughs> I want it. I, I want, want it. it. All right, girl. Well, is there anything else that you want to plug before we let you go? I just wanted to let you know the other people performing uh, that night um, for Sunday. Maxine Katz going to be there. Sue Casa, Mishit, uh, Mishugana. Drag King Vegas Jake, Drag King Mad Dog 2020, and Philip Spider. Alright. That's a sickening so, show. It's going to be a fun, fun night. I hope to see everyone there. I can't wait to see you all. I miss San Francisco. Well, you have a busy weekend this, this weekend, girl. I do. I do. Drag in tow Friday. You'll see me. Your, your face is going to be sick of makeup by Monday. <laughs> I know. Well, we wish you luck. And come back to let us know how it went. Wonderful. All right. Bye, girl. All right. Have a great evening. Thanks for letting me call in. Love you all. Love you, too. Bye, girl. Bye. Aww, bye. So just for, I'm hoping that the listeners out there could hear what was going on. I'm pretty sure they could. But that was Dusty Moorhead from Boston, who's going to be in town with a 
big fundraising event called and benefit it's mostly a benefit and a fundraising event called baby love at oasis on sunday evening it's twenty dollars at the door it's a show and performance with some great raffle prizes and it's going to benefit gay couples predominantly who are seeking in vitro fertilization all treatment. right and some of those prizes include a two pe- two trips to our uh, a round Vegas. trip for two to, to boston. boston and a free martini at martinis for a year so come on now so, <laughs> so get over there at Oasis. I'm like, I wonder Sunday. if they're gonna name a bar stool after you if you win that. Oh, well, I think they, they need already, to. They already the, should. I really, I really believe that I'm. I'm pushing hard to get some place to name a cocktail the Pearl Tini. I would live and die for that. Yes, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm surprised you don't have that power at the cafe. What I am gonna. I. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna see about that. I'm gonna see about making the the next time Pearl you come to do a show. I'm gonna ask the bar staff if they can brew up a Pearl Tini and have that available at the bar. As a, talk about how to make it and things. It'll be so fun. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I. I mean, I'm still. But then again, my powers are waning in the city because she's it's been all trying to get something at Orphan Andy's. Yes, I've been trying to get the Pollo del Mar at those <laughs> Orphan Andy, on the menu at the Orphan Andy's for like 10 years and they have been saying no but I'm going to keep trying persistence they persistent it's just the Pollo del Mar it's it sounds like a fish dish it would it would fish completely fish. it's true completely. the the okay. the Pollo well the Pollo oh I already told them what it would be the Pollo del Mar would be a tuna melt made with um it would be made a with yes, with pepper jack cheese <laughs> instead instead of cheddar cheese. So it's a little spicy. Okay. Uh, un poquito like o- picante. Over over uh, corn tortillas. <laughs> on corn, corn tortillas. tortillas. Oh, sounds with delish. Like, uh-huh. With a lot of sausage and bacon. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love a sausage. Yes, you do. Mm. Okay. Anyways, so Garza, you are also being involved in a lot of things coming up for Oakland, for Oakland Pride coming up. Yeah, so Bridge HIV is ready for Oakland Pride September 13, and we are uh, going to have a booth there. We are. Uh, <laughs> no earthquakes. Yes, Garza. <laughs> <laughs> I live. Yeah, so Oakland Prize, September 13th. We are on Franklin between 19 and 21st, somewhere around there. So please visit us and get your condom packets and information. And also, if you want to participate in our studies, you know, you always can visit our website, ask any questions, give us a call. You know, it's always very important your questions. Yes. All right. Ms. Garza is over here working. And on that note, we'll be right back. Play Hyper Crush, bitch.
Been up in here in the studio, nearly missed our life. Talking about jello shots and injections and. Stop messing with it, girl! Don't touch. This top of the line audio system is amazing. That's Carney Asada. She done joined us and started bitching immediately. Nothing but the best. (laughs) She started bitching immediately and eating the snacks. So I have been blessed somehow by who knows what. With the fabulous co-host Poyo Del Mar, hey, Miss Carney Asada, hey, <laughs> and don't forget DJ Sean Perry. Yes, well, I was about to get there. Woo! Goodness, hey, in the house, so, Sars. In the house. Sars. Now we're gonna jump a little bit into Miss DJ Sean Perry, girl. What's going on? Oh my gosh, so many great bookings coming up. Um, yes. Come on, bookings. Happy. happy Come on, happy. bookings. I mean, Pearl, a booking is when people pay you to come and perform. You would never know. You would never know what it is. You would never know. I like. I like. Is not I like getting those checks uh, from Badlands. Uh, okay. Hospitality oh, signature is everything to me. Oh my goodness. So how's everything been going over at Badlands? I know You're on Tuesday nights. I, I'm there on Tuesdays. Um, this week I'm also there on Thursday night, so I'm going to hey. make those Go Go Boys sweat a little bit more. Work Thursday night. It's interesting because they've added Go Go Boys at Badlands, which I totally where. Right? On Thursday nights. It happened. Not gosh. Man, where? Where did they dance? 
there's there's one on the bar right by the DJ booth, and the other one is on a bench up in the front bar area. Okay. They've That's actually installed really obnoxious bright white lights to reflect on these go-go boys. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I. It's interesting because Badlands, you know... That's brand new for Badlands. They have never had to have before. anything. They've tried it before, but it's never. Did they? You know what? I don't remember lasted. it ever happening, but when it happened, I was like kind of shocked because I'm like, wow. I don't remember any of, any of the times I've been to Badlands. <laughs> so. Yeah, Carney doesn't remember any of the times she's been anywhere. Right. She's almost as bad as me, girl. Sure. I know. <laughs> that's, that's so not true. <laughs> I'm like a literally compared to you, Pearl. You're in a leak in their room. Well, okay. I'm not going to go there. But she's like Vagina Davis in a league of her own. Oh, no. Well, maybe I like her. Vagina Davis? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're about, what's her name? The, the, the split girl. Anyway. I'm sorry. Wait, who? What? She's lost. Oh, Forget okay. it. I said Vagina Davis, bitch. I know. Okay. Bitch. So generally, I'm at Badlands on Tuesdays, sometimes on Thursdays, sometimes on Sundays. Um, next weekend, I'm doing um, Gus Presents Underworld. Well, I'm going to have, you know, you Labor, Labor, Labor Day weekend. I'm telling you, tourists in jockstraps and panties and, you know. All right, so where nothing. is that going to be at? It is yeah. at the Empire Room, which is at Van Ness and Golden Gate. It is a brand new space. It is People beautiful. People are trying to use that up real quick. It's the one with beautiful. Yes. Van Ness and Golden Gate? Yes. yes. five Golden Gate to be exact. Yes, he knows. Triple He's five been there. Yeah. That sound, sounds so random. Like, I uh, I don't know that I'd want to be rolling It's a little it. random, but I hear it's huge. It, it's huge. It's beautiful. It has amazing chandeliers, like, over the main dance floor. The lighting is good. The sound system is good. It's, yeah, it's a brand new event space. It just opened in June. That's great, though. Yeah. I mean... The, the more the merrier. The more the merrier, girl. <laughs> Have you... The first event that I knew of that was going to be there was Robbie's event, El Mundo. Well, actually, the How'd first that event... I, the I first one was actually was good. I went. I went I went for the first night. It's Latin night, and it's every Friday night by um, Frisco Robbie. Uh-huh. And the first event was really good. It started filling up. I got there at about 10.30-ish. And it opened at 10, and it went until 4. I know they go until 4. Yeah, they go until yeah. late, too. And it was a good crowd. It was really cracking. They had some nice drag queens. Not cracking. Come on, cracking. Come on. <laughs> Release <laughs> the cracking! <laughs> Release the cracking! I'm sorry. the opening party, so I was one of those drag queens. Oh, those drag queens. Carney perform- one of those drag queens, like she said. Carney performed at Robbie's big opening. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I So, you are there um, Labor It'll Day weekend. Labor Day Saturday. Okay. The party is from 10 p.m. until 5 o'clock in the morning. And what floor are you on? I am, we are doing it in the basement because that's where the best underwear parties happen. Oh. Is that where they happen? Yes. Yes, girl. Carney's taking notes. So it's in the basement. There's a dance space in the basement. And then there's that, you know, side room that's going to be a little dark where all the uh, action happens. OMG. Yeah. Well. It's one of those parties. No holds barred. Cover. No holes barred. Um, 
Tickets are available online at GusPresents.com for $20. It'll probably be like 35 or 40 at the door. 30 you, what, Does that come with a drink? No, girl. <laughs> no. That, let me tell you, but some of those... it comes with condoms and lube. So, th- thanks to Garza. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. some of those um, circuity parties are just so fucking expensive. I'm just like, really, girl? Really? Well, yeah, I but, mean... Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's like, an ex, you know, it's, there's a lot of expenses that go into a, an amazing party, but I mean, god yeah. damn. The, the space is expensive. I'm fairly, lighting, sound I'm is expensive. expensive. Yeah. 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 They have a lighting guy. Yeah. You have to take care of a lot of people. I'm yeah. Sure. It's very expensive to book Sean Perry. You have to line up at least two Asians one day in advance and one after to like. <laughs> um, oh, I have booth service for that. Oh. Uh, uh, booth service. service. Come on, booth service. service. Booth service. I love Not the it. booth service. <laughs> she gets serviced in the booth. All right. Mm-hmm. So this... Girl, I ran into Sean at this party not that long ago, and he was, like, telling me about his recent trysts. I was just scandalized. No. Absolutely scandalized. I'm kind of like, scared wait, to this? even ask. Um, it was Saturday night at the lookout with Russ Rich. Hello. And you're like, girl, <laughs> I recently hooked up with this Asian bear. He was like a little panda. Oh. Oh my uh, god. I, was, I remember that story. I was horrified. Oh my god. I'm a little worried. He Girl, was so I was clutching cute. the was pearls. So I was clutching the pearls and not this one. Oh. So cute though. I was clutching 20, the pearl cream to keep it Asian. Korean boy from New York. Oh. Delicious. So you guys got to jump on Facebook to follow DJ Sean Perry to see where he'll be at. Um, yes, I, I have coming gigs coming up for Underworld. I have events with Timmy Scott at Beatbox coming up. Uh, I'm doing Sensation Sundays with Kai Martinez at Oasis on Castro's Repair Weekend. It's going to be insanely Is crazy. Kai Martinez the pro- producer of those events? He is. Kai and Mohammed uh-huh, Martinez. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, um, I'm pretty sure that I had a full conversation. He was at the party on, with at Lookout on... Yes, he was yeah. there on Saturday. Yeah, I'm, he and I had a long conversation, I think, so about that. How do you, yeah. spell, how do you spell Kai? K-A- K-Y. It's K-Y. 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 Yes, it's K-Y. Like K-Y-J. <laughs> Found him. Kai Martinez. Oh, yep. That's the dude. Yeah, Kai and I had a long <clears throat> conversation. Um, He's got a lot of great parties here in San Francisco. He has a party at um, Powerhouse called... Um, house party and it was on the first fridays of every month but starting in september it's moved to the second saturday okay so on that note i just want to tell you like when i go out not in drag um house party is my favorite party to go to and this was before i met kai like i didn't realize that it was kai's event absolute favorite party yeah. to attend. It, it is so it's at good. the lookout it's or, i'm no, sorry no, it's no. at the it's at the powerhouse backtrack it's a powerhouse it, they play like eclectic, fun music. Um, the crowd is eclectic and super fun, and it is just a bomb ass party. And yeah. I have like it, their resident DJ is Guy Rubin. He loves. Is, I love him to death. Yeah. And the part, like the reason I like that particular party is like, um, for me, like you know, like we work, we work, mm-hmm. we all three of Carney, Pearl, and I tend to work in the Castro. So like when I go out in the Castro, it feels, even if I'm not in drag, it feels like I'm at work, you know, like to some degree, because yeah. people, no, I get it. P- people there know me for 10 years as like a fixture in the community. And like, I don't, it's not relaxing to me really. Mm-hmm. But when I go to powerhouse, like, first of all, like the boys don't respond to me even if they know me that way like they don't respond to me on that level and it feels so cool to just like go and cut up and like 
and not fucking care. You know what I mean? There's like a a way lower degree of people like there for the scene yeah, my, and be seen. My spot for that is the eagle. The, it's the same thing. It's because it's yeah. Soma. Mm-hmm. Soma is like everybody sort of blends together. Or Martinis. Or Martinis. Yeah. Girl. I love Martinis. <laughs> but I, I, I tend to know the staff there. She but knows Martinis. Martinis be- and Martinis. Yes. We already, co- we, yes, we covered that one, girl. You yeah. you missed it earlier, but. Um, girl, they're giving, away, they're giving away. This a Sunday. Martini, a free martini for a year at Martinis. Do I leave now? Right. It's it's Sunday at Baby Love with Dusty Moorhead at the Oasis. So yeah. So I didn't know. Like, thank you for letting me know that because I. It's so interesting. This town is very small, y'all. Yeah. Like I said, like my favorite party is house party, and I had no idea that Kai did that. And then I had this huge conversation with him on Saturday. Yeah, I love Kai. So he is such an amazing person. The one thing that he also does these circuity type events, but. Not to compare him with, because I'm friends with every promoter in town, just on the record. But um, the one thing that sets his like circuity type parties apart from some of the others is the fact that he always associates and aligns himself with a local charity. Mm-hmm. So no matter what the cover charge is, a portion of that always goes towards charity, which I think is phenomenal. Because if you're going to be spending a lot of money partying, at least a portion yeah. of that can go to yeah. a worthy cause. Especially if that's like your career. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Why not? Well, I love it. We love it. Drag me. Carney, where do you go to escape? Uh, Chipotle often. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> my local Starbucks is really helpful. Oh. Um, I feel really relaxed there. They, you know, they never queen out on me. It's really important to my to my well-being and my spirituality. Girl, she must go to a different Starbucks than I go to because those bitches are like queens. Are they re- No, yeah. Mostly, yeah. Which Starbucks do you go to, boo? I go to the one on Harrison and 2nd um, uh, Street. How come she sounds more femme out of drag than she does in drag? What is going on here, Carney? It's like, what are you talking about? I'm a radio personality. Oh. I'm a bit. She's a radio personality. Don't be be jealous of my chromosomes, okay? Uh, My chromosomes, okay. We'll be right back. I asked XY. It should be playing already. She's playing Work Me by Hypercrush. Just kidding, we're going to play something else because clearly... Oh, bitch, you... Oh, no. Perliqua has done lost our internet connection. That's probably exactly what it is. You know, I can't... Oh, it's because you didn't pay the bill, did you, I pay my bill. Oh, no, girl. Don't blame the black girl. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm only blaming half of you. (laughs) Here we go. I'm not doing this conversation whatsoever. We'll be right back. No, I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do the things you do, remind me of my Lexus cool. That's why I'm all up in your grill, trying to get you to a hotel. You must be a football coach, the way you got me playing the field. Now it's like word or she wrote, once I get you out from close. Privacy is on the door, still I can hear you screaming more. Girl, I'm feeling what you're feeling, no more hoping and wishing. I'm about to take my key and stick it in the ignition. Can I get a Drugs. 
stretch navigator We got food everywhere As if the party was catered We got fellas to my left Honey's on my right Bring them both together We gon' drinkin' all night And after the show, it's the after party After the party, it's the hotel If you move that mic, well, I mean, Jesus Christ! It's like it's like a. How about position yourself to the mic? That mic is sensitive, honey. Well, let me move my kitchen yeah. chair over to the mic and get very. Let close. me tell you, that microphone is as sensitive as pearl teas after four pearl teenies. Yeah. Oh yeah. goodness! It's sensitive. like weeping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> oh my God, that's like me after five cosmos uh, at Bethlehem. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. oh, Auntie. <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst video ever. So best video ever. Wow. If you you guys need to go online yeah. and find it. I took a video of Pearl T's one night. She straight up looked possessed and then rolled around on the floor and she at the sh- it, it was I, a tragic I mess. This video. I I would, that was this. a very long day. Was very Wasn't it filmed at like noon? Uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, <laughs> actually, it was 4.30 30 in the afternoon. Please. So it was still daylight. It's it a very long noon. day. Pacific <laughs> yeah. Standard Time. No, she's no. like, well, I've been up since... When you're up all night, you know. Right. I was like, happen. it was a long day. I woke up at 11.30 and it was noon. <laughs> so, Carney. Yes, yes, darling. You have some stuff coming up, too. Yeah. As always, as per usual, she's yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, girl? Well, tomorrow uh, I have my party at Bo, my so-called night, which is a '90s dance party. How is that going? Really good. We have always have a good time. You know, it's a good crowd. It's fun who's, music. Who, who's who's your resident DJ? Uh, DJ Jorge Torres. 
Is that DJ? Okay, cute. I don't know if I've met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He works a lot at Q-Bar, too. Yeah. Oh, DJ Tori? Is that Jorge. 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 Oh, Jorge, Jorge Torres. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah, so it's a lot of fun. I do a number at midnight. We just kind of hang out. Do you do a 90s number? I do. That's or early, it's also early 2000s. I have to qualify that, too. Mm-hmm. That's cheating. Not really, because the party, it's on the poster, so... <laughs> <laughs> Come again, Pearl. All right. So what Come else is again. going on? Um, and then Saturday's my birthday. Oh. Yeah. OMG. I'll be at Beatbox um, hosting another party called Back to the 90s, the 90s party again. Oh, Come my God. Beatbox. Are you a 90s baby? Is that what's going on? I don't know. I think, like, what happened was um, I just started, I don't know, I got kind of fit into the 90s mold. I don't know what happened. I think it's because of that damn Celine Dion number I did for a while. Oh. And people are like, oh, okay, she's 90s. All right, <laughs> let's book her for all this 90s shit, you know? I understand. I love it, though. It's good. <laughs> That's mm. I'm, I'm sure it has something to do with the Jelly Belly. Uh, That's mine, you bitch. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I don't have a, I was gonna a say, wasn't with that, candy wasn't on it. Wasn't that that peak? In it. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then Sunday, I have the brunch at Balançois, which is called Femme. Who do you got? Who do you have at your uh, performing? Then? We have uh, who do we have this week? We have Bronze. We have Lola Rabbit. We have Nikki Ferrari. We have uh, who else? I can't really recall at the moment. That show has gone through so many iterations. It has. It sure has. I'm just gonna like put it out there, and I know that you have. Y'all, Carney is a lot like me. She has no problem just speaking what is on her mind and what's like. She just likes be like, "This is how it is." This is how it is. Yeah. Um, that shit has gone through some real changes, it's and it's like it's drama, llama, ding dong, honey, up in there. Which, which is why I, you know, I, you probably remember I was a part of it, and then I stepped away for a while, and then I came back. And like when I came back, I was like, okay, I'll come back, but I want to rebrand it. I don't want any of this old negativity or drama or any of it surrounding it. It's gonna be called something different. It's gonna be a different feel. It's gonna be more of a variety drag show. We're gonna have live singers like Cat Roba showed. Honey came last week. Like, we're going to have a, a whole nice. different experience. It's not just, you know, a drag show, eat your chicken and waffles, vomit in the bathroom, and go home. It's something mm-hmm. a little bit more, you know, <laughs> ambiance bit. and old yes. Carter. All Jackson right, Ross. we're trying to. I love yeah. that. You know what I mean? I love yeah. that. So, like, hopefully we'll be able to branch out to other types of talent, like comedians or, I don't know, jugglers. I don't know. There's so many opportunities, and I just didn't want it to be mm-hmm. just a drag review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I went in and did it one time, and, like, I, I mean, the crowd was like half the crowd was into it, half the crowd was not into it, and I was just like didn't understand it at all. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm out of here. But um, yeah, so I'm glad that it, things are working out for you. The the manage this is what I would say about Balenciaga. Like the management appears to be very nice. Like the ownership appears to be yeah. super nice and very nice. But they've like had associations with. One person after another after another who has got some kind of personal drama. Well, I, think, I think whenever Jesus you have Christ. like, I think whenever you have like a show, and you know, because well, you've hosted a show for for many many years, many, and, and coordinated it, and it's like your baby. Like you need to have like consistent ownership of it. And, like, yeah, you have to be accountable for that show. And I just don't know if anybody was truly accountable for the show, and mm-hmm. it was kind of tossed around a little mm-hmm. bit until I, I was sort of like, hey, I'll be accountable and. Let's, this is my baby, so let's just make it into something, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and having that be a focus has been good. That's terrific. Congratulations on that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so, so yeah. you host the brunch twice a month. 
Yeah, Camille and I uh, switch off on and off, which is really cool. Because she has, you know, a very different style, and and she brings in different performers, and mm-hmm. and so it's it's not exactly we have a joint accountability of the show, which is nice, you know. And also, there's it's not just like a funnel. I think that's also the challenge too, is when you have one person coordinating a show like that. It's a brunch show, and there's like food involved, and there's like drinks. It can be a lot to deal with. Mm-hmm. So having a partner in that has been really helpful. That's yeah. terrific. Yeah, I love it. You guys have been doing fabulous. I think I'm back there in a few weeks. Yes, you are. That'll be fun. That's going to be super fun. I always have a blast. I always come out with some coins, so it's always a good time. And then lastly, I want to say, on the 30th, Bo is having the 8th anniversary at night, um, which I'll be a part of. And we have Raja at Bo. Oh, congratulations. All right. Come on, stay in books. Yeah, so that's this Sunday? That's this Sunday, yeah, Mm -hmm. the 30th. Terrific. All right. The 30th is a Sunday. Y'all get out to Bo. Um, I love how Pearl had to, like, do the math in her head, even I though we literally just said, she like, just that's Sunday, right? I She's know. Like, you like, know. Is that there 2013 still? That's on Sunday, girl. This Sunday. What are you doing in four what days? What are you doing in four days? <laughs> what are you doing right now, bitch? <laughs> what are you doing right now? Anyway. Anyway. Well, that's fabulous, Carney. I'm, I'm glad that Thank I'm glad you. that you're taking charge of that show. It seems like it's doing so much well. I'm, I'm actually seeing flyers and stuff for it now, and yeah, yeah, that's well, you been know, pretty cool. You got promoters. People aren't gonna know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. So yup, yup, yup. All right, all right. Do you have anything that you can spill? Any highlights coming up with that show besides? Maybe we're. I mean, we're gonna have some special guests from out of town, probably coming in October. But I can't talk much about it. Oh, that's cute. I want to know. And they're not necessarily drag performers. Oh, cute. Okay. Where are they from? Maybe the 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 Los Angeles. Oh. Oh. From a TV show. It's (laughs) quite possible. Oh. Huh. Yeah, like like intervention or something. It could really, really intervention, girl. Uh, Actually, <laughs> Pearl, in September they're gonna have an intervention for you. So she's booking yeah, you I now. Booked you for the twentieth for that reason, actually. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so everybody in the entire brunch is like, now that we've eaten, Pearl, why don't you come and sit down? Anyway, we're gonna tell you how your drinking has affected us. We have booked oh a God. flight for you to the to Rancho Cucamonga I can't resort. I can't take it. Oh my God. You've won. You won the raffle at Baby Love. It's sending you off to the Betty Ford Clinic. No, no. The answer is no. They tried to make her go to rehab. She <laughs> said no, no, no. How no. long have you been doing your show, Poyo? Uh, we are going to be celebrating uh, in November five years uh, awesome. at the cafe, which is insane. Like Carney, someday, like in a few years, you'll be like, I cannot believe that my life has become this. So, but actually, as often as you're in drag, I'm suspecting you're already thinking it. Yeah, you, you like, um, when you do drag as often as Carney does, and as, uh, like, Pearl, you're in it a fair amount, too. Yes, at least twice a week. But, like, my first, like, two or three, I've been doing drag almost ten years. Um, and, and, um, hosting my show at the cafe for five of those, and, I just remember when I first started, it was like almost every day. Yeah. And it's just about like every day you're out there doing something and building an audience for yourself and a following. And I um, can't see you doing anything else besides hosting your own show. What did you do before that five years? Um, well, so during the, f- the first five years, like I was like 
uh, a girl about town. I was doing tons of fundraising events, and I still try to participate in fundraising events because when you are a working drag performer, meaning like drag pays my bills, I feel like the community supports me, so I have to like support the community. Mm-hmm. So I have to donate a portion of my time back towards that. And um, so the first couple years, I mean, the first year was like being in drag and gearing up for Tranny Shack Star Search to compete in Star Search. And then the second year was um, spent, like focused really on gearing up for the Miss Tranny Shack pageant. And then the next year after that, I took a weekly gig hosting a trivia show at The Lookout with BB Sweetbriar. And we did that for two years together. And then I did it for a year by myself. Oh, is that the same trivia show she ended up taking to Harvey's? Um, she it, it was well, it was called Brain Farts Trivia, and it was oh. every Wednesday at the Lookout, and it was super fun, a really really fun time. Um, and then after I stopped, she did she took play with BB down to Harvey's, and so we did that together for two years, and then I did it solo for one year. So that was three years of doing that weekly gig, and then um, somewhere along the line, I started hosting co-hosting Marigo round with okay. cookie dough and suppository spelling and I were the first three Marys oh. and we did that for two years and we thought that we had nailed that coffin shut and then um, it popped back up it's still like going I guess mm-hmm. um, it's, st- <laughs> it's still going I guess I yeah, don't know I like think it, it happens like once a month yeah 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 like one random Thursday at the lookout yeah, yeah. The last Thursday at the lookout I yeah. thought it was like that third Thursday. Something it, like that. Something. I, I, I can't keep track of it. It's one of those things like, it probably sounds super shady to say, but like... No, I think it's seasonal, to be honest. I think there's like one season where they stop for a while and then they, they start it up again. Well, yeah. the thing is like, you know, Cookie Suppository and I hosted it every week for two years. And um, the problem that we experienced with that particular show is that... Exactly what you were saying, Carney, earlier is like when you don't have one person who is like taking ownership for something, um, it like it becomes inconsistent. You know what I mean? And that show was like, you know, Cookie one week, um, R.I.P. Suppository another week, and then myself. And like we're all three very different hosts. So if some, it's hard to build like a weekly following when every week it's something different, you know? And then one week we would do it all three of us together. Mm -hmm. And it just became something where it would be very hit or miss. And like some weeks would be great and like some hosts would do better than others. And so we, after two years, I'd already started my show at the the Glamazon at the cafe. And after a few months, I was like, you know what? I just want to focus on one night, you know, this one <laughs> night. And we decided we were going to, like, do this wrap-up. And we did a wonderful, like, you know, finale type of show. And, like, the place was packed. And um, Cookie was relaunching the monster show. And I was re- already doing mine. And um, Suppository had Cocktail Gate at the time. And we all thought it was going to just be, like, the blowout finale. And then, like, literally the next week, they were like, this is our new lineup. And I was like... That's fucked. That's so shady. It, it was. <laughs> they, it was like, but the thing was, like, they said it just happened organically or whatever. I was just like, okay, like, at least just fucking rename the shit. God, yeah, it's like, you know, whatever, yeah. do whatever. But, um, you know, ultimately, it's one of those things, like, now I'm, I feel like we did it for two years, and it's like, the show was fun and memorable, and now I, people are like, yeah, I th- think that still happens at well, the it's lookout. it's kind of funny because the name is Merry-Go-Round, so it kind of fits the name. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just it comes right back around again. It does. It just keeps coming around and around. It's like, um, it should have been called Pass Around Patties. 
you know, because yeah, <laughs> it's like, then it just gets passed from one bitch to the next. Well, it's like, that's okay. actually why I renamed the, the show at Balance Fight, too, because it was called Dragalicious for a long time, which also was a sister show in Modesto, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was just weird, because I didn't want to grab this name that someone else had built and yeah well i mean like the dragalicious show has been going on for at least two years too you know what i mean it's like well yeah it's like Hmm. speaking of brunches has anyone heard about hamburger mary's i sure have you bitch did you jump on that already i may have sent an email or two i hate you well i mean the, the thing is like um yeah i mean it's it's one of those things where I think that a lot of people are very interested in that, and I think it'd yeah. be a great opportunity for somebody, yeah. Yeah. Um, if for no other reason than to be part of the Hamburger Mary's family of sorts. Yeah. How funny would it be to have like a carne asada at Hamburger Mary's, though? That'd be funny, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know or if that even fits. Oh, you're just saying that because you're hateful. <laughs> Isn't it a hamburger? Hateful. Um, oh, a bunch oh. of haters. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I just... the, the Like, I'll... Um, God, like, I'll I'll believe it when I see it because that space yeah, has been from sitting. What been from what I understand, they're they're far apart on the negotiations for the space of the patio cafe, and I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I mean, the fact of the matter is that like, yeah. uh, that patio cafe has been sitting vacant for almost fifteen years. Yeah, and. Uh, I won't believe that something's actually going to... It's set up, though, right? Like, you can actually... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, everything is set up. You it looks like a with... fucking haunted house. It's like... It's sitting in there. You cooking it tonight. Yeah. Um, Fire it up. It, it's literally sitting there, and I've been told by inside sources that it sits that way because it becomes a major tax write-off. Like, the you know, the property is a tax write-off because it's not making money. Well... And when you have, like, other major businesses that... Um, cause you to have to pay a lot of taxes anything that can become a write-off that it it may be of more value as a major tax write-off than as like a business that could end up going in the you know in the hole before it starts to take off so um but they're also planning on bringing a hamburger mary's to sacramento yeah. And I'm on top of that one, you whores. So stuff <laughs> to the back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you bitches. Whatever, girl. Like, Yeah, it's you, a joint negotiation between. Yes. And that one, again, like, I think that the whole process may be on hold because that situation is so weird, the relationship. You guys, like, probably don't know, but there's, like, a long back history between Badlands Sacramento and Badlands San Francisco. Absolutely. And it was horrendous and ugly and now they're like deciding that they're going to go in together on this new venture i'm like bitches you don't learn it's like the couple that like gets like domestic violence um you know like against one another and gets a restraining order and then decides they're going to get back together less and tj are like best buddies really yes i you know the first time i actually met less than tally in person was at splash in san jose and tj was giving him a tour of the bars so i met less at splash one night when i was DJing. Yeah, those two are tight, super tight. Well, and but which is so bizarre because they literally sued each other. <laughs> oh, see, I did not know this. Well, there was sound like best friends to me, boo. <laughs> well, yeah, um, there there was uh like there was a lawsuit about <clears throat> like the use of the Badlands name. I thought Les gave them permission to use that. Uh, there there was a. Because There's everyone, everyone who's on the management staff of Badlands in Sacramento used to work at Badlands in San Francisco. There, there was, a, there's definite, 
like I don't know all of the details, but there's definite legal issues with the name Badlands. Currently, right now, um, there there are things such as. Um, like everything has to be like clearly indicated like Badlands Sacramento type of thing. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of, of things like that are in place there. And I don't know all the details, but I know that it was ugly for a while. I know that oh, for wow. sure, sure. But isn't Badlands like a national like name of, there's like a Badlands in every state in this country? Well, I mean, I feel like I, I feel like there's a Badlands in Las Vegas. There could There could be. I mean, it's like, you know, some names are not, or I mean, that's like a fairly original name or whatever. But like, you know, like Splash. There's yeah. a Splash in every fucking city. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. You know. More coming soon. Yeah. Oh the, really? The, yeah. Splash is actually going to be opening very soon in Reno. In Reno. In Reno. I'm on top of that yeah. one too, bitches. Back off. <laughs> you yeah. can't just take everything, bitch. I'm sick of you. <laughs> Sorry about it. I'm a business woman for Lequa. Make a Splash in Fresno. I think early you, next you year. Can have you can have Fresno. Fresno. I, yeah. Bitch, I. <laughs> girl. Take it. I have yeah. no. I have. Yeah. I. I seriously <laughs> have no. I have no. No, it's a really nice space, and I have no problem with that. Like, like, if you're a, like if you're a working drag queen, you work. You go, go and bitch, for it. if they're gonna, if they're gonna, I don't care if it's in Fresno. I don't care if it's in Reno, girl. I, I got rent to pay in San Francisco, bitch, and the money that spends the same no matter where you earn it. But the cool ah. thing about the the venue in, in Fresno, when they bought the venue, they also bought a house with a pool and a pool house. So anyone who actually goes who goes down to Fresno to work, you know, if they're putting them in this house, and you have use of the pool, and they're taking care of you. Splash, All right, so I'll take it. Splash is very good to its people, I admit. Splash I go, is excellent to when me. When I go down to work at Splash in San Jose, you know, they always pay for my room. They take yep. very good care yeah. of me. They pay me well, and it's it's great. The only thing I don't like about yeah. performing or working there is that they pay me on a check. Yes, they do. You know, you don't pay your taxes, Pearl. Uh, a check is yes, I do. Don't try me. Okay. I don't need the IRS knocking at right, Black geez. Girl's door. Jeez. <laughs> don't she do pays it. her taxes, guys. Radio Wink. Yeah, but your check is usually <laughs> available that night. They, they do pay you with a check. Um, that is true. Yeah, um, kind of frustrating, but it is what it is. You know, it's like, it's just one more, like... Trip to the bank. Uh-huh. But... Um, I enjoy working for, you know, like for those of you who are not super familiar with the connections, like the people who own Splash in San Jose also own Badland Sacramento. Badland Sacramento and um, Sidetracks. You know, Sidetracks, yeah. And The Depot. Yeah. And so they're like a conglomerate and then they are now expanding. And I tend to work at least once a month at one club and then like usually another. You know, yeah, you were week. just a splash recently. I was just a splash last last uh, Saturday with um, who was I? Raven. I was there with Raven, and I'm back at Splash this Saturday with Raja. So yeah. gay, gay pride in Silicon. And then I think I'm in Sacramento the week after with Raja again. I think I can't remember. Yeah, I know. I know I'm in Sacramento for. A, Fourth, fifth, and sixth. Rainbow Festival. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. interesting. And I, I personally double booked myself, so I actually have to go to Sacramento, come back, and then go back to Sacramento. I was, I so actually booked, I double booked too, and I was supposed to be performing at Rainbow Fest, but I'm supposed to be in San Diego that weekend. So. San Diego doesn't really want you. Well. She's like, gonna, me. she's <laughs> going to go force herself on them. Yep. Oh. Okay. It's happening. It's happening. What about you, Carney? What are you doing Labor Day weekend? 
I don't know. What 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 weekend is that? It's not this weekend, but next weekend, girl. Girl. Oh, I weekend. don't know. I haven't planned that far ahead. Three day weekend, girl. You don't plan your three day weekend? No, I'm probably working. It's a four day weekend for me, girl. I hate Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You get Friday also. I'm. Oh wait, is it the first weekend of September? Yup. Uh huh. Yup, yup, okay. yup. Yes. I will be, I believe, at Mother on Saturday here in San Francisco. I'm doing it in, in San Francisco work. Is that the oh, one, very good. Um, what night is that? Uh, Saturday night. September 5th. No, the, 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 uh, the theme. I don't remember the theme. The disco dance? Disco no, dance that's this weekend, I'm pretty sure, with Rihanna, Kennedy Davenport. Rihanna is the, um, September 5th, I believe. I'm pretty sure that Kennedy Davenport is at Mother this Saturday. Is, yes. And then I'm with Miss Fame at Mother on the 19th. I'll be there And then uh, Violet Tchotchke is there on the 12th mm. at Mother. So... Lots of stuff to go to. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's a first for... Oasis is just like getting them in. I yeah. love Oasis. You know, it, it, it opened and it was, it's crazy now. It has like stuff going on almost every night. Yeah. Every night, boo, have you checked their calendar? They literally are like from 315 to 375 or 345, it's this. And then there's something, they booked every minute of every day. Yeah. Like literally there's something different every minute of every day. And it's like impossible to keep up with you really have to go to like the oasissf.com just to figure it out i think it's sfoasis.com oh okay whatever yeah um, look up oasis san francisco but girl they really do need to get those fucking yelp reviews together oh honey we already talked about it but damn i'm not gonna go there again yeah i know but the the venue is amazing but the yelp reviews not so cute. Not so cute. Well, that's the thing about Yelp is like anybody and their uncle can write anything they want at yeah. that point in time. So, yeah. yes, but at the same time, like they have to be held accountable a little bit. Mo- I mean. Most people won't just like you know spend their time their time to write something that's like vicious and not at least partially based in fact. Some people. <laughs> yeah. You just say some people. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, alongside of that, pageant season's coming up in, like, what, a month's time? Yes, it's coming right up, girl. Are y'all ladies doing anything? I am. Oh. Are, are you doing Are you doing La Panache? I am. I'm doing the National Panache Town pageant. Hawaii. I'm so jealous you should let me come with you. I am. Girl, no, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Who needs a boozy Susie up in the dressing room? I don't have to be in the dressing room. I'll just I'm, be at the beach. I'll be like, Perliqua. <laughs> Perliqua, somebody smack her and wake her up. She done passed out. Other hair technician. Oh, God. I guess. I am. Like, actually, we just, it's so funny because we, a, a group of us are going to go and compete. My drag mother, Landa Lakes, competed That's last amazing. year. Um, every year, the Universal Panache pageant happens in Maui, Hawaii, in P.S. If you've never been to Maui, it's my favorite of the islands. It's not like a gay tourist trap, so if that's what you want, don't go there. But if you just want to chill and relax and like take in the beauty and like feel like you're on an actual vacation, it's the the bomb. So she went last year, a group of five of us went, and she competed in um, one of the three pageants. There are three pageants held in one night. There's Mm -hmm. the the Universal Showboy pageant, the Jewel of the Galaxy pageant, and the 
<clears throat> Universal Showgirl Goddess. Yes, Goddess. Uh, pageant. Goddess Girl. And Landa competed in and brought home the national crown for the Jewel of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And as part of her requirement, as the winner, you have to recruit at least one contestant. And so she came and um, I guess that we can announce it. Like, we, the, our drag family, the House of Glitter, is going to be representing in each of the three categories. One oh, contestant fun. in each of the so three categories. Gonna I'm going to be competing in the Universal Showgirl Goddess pageant. I'm guessing Roxy. Roxy will be competing in the Universal, uh, in the Jewel of the Galaxy pageant. And Andrew Slade, a.k.a. A. Shaka Korn, will mm-hmm. be competing in the Universal Showboy. Andrew Slade is a drag queen? Yeah. He's a former Miss Tranny Shack. Yeah. Shut up. I did not know Yeah. This. Yes, darling. Oh, wow. That's my son slash daughter. Okay. Yeah, I see him dancing at Bedlands every once in a while. Mm -hmm. I love him. He's amazing. Such a nice guy. He's a sweetheart and very creative and... um, and very talented and, you know, his propensity for putting on a great drag performance will really probably serve him quite well mm-hmm. when he, because I'll be honest, his drag is a little rough around the edges, but it's very creative and fun. <laughs> it is very creative. And, and so if you like strip off the bad makeup, he's still a fun, creative performer. So yeah. I'm hoping that he'll be able to show that. Did you, did you, were you his teacher in that? In the bad makeup? Uh-huh. Uh, no, Pearl. I figured he had learned from you. Oh, no. Whoa. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Somebody order a lunar eclipse. <laughs> Shady so, McGrady. So, no. He, you know, the thing was with Andrew, like, um, he's trying. He tries with his makeup. And he, he um, is one of those performers, unlike the three of us who are sitting at this panel, he's not in drag every day, you know? So there is not a lot of opportunities to practice. Yeah, yeah, he does it, like, I've once a month or, like, once every couple months. Totally. You know, he was a Miss Tranny Shack where, where in um, the Tranny Shack performances at that time were only once every four to six weeks. So, you know, he, he performed at all of those, but you're talking two years ago and he's performed maybe 12 times, yeah. you know. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So it's not really what he, the makeup, and to be honest as well, like when you're putting on the kind of production that he does, the makeup is almost always secondary. He just, it doesn't matter. Well, I feel like that's just how Tranny Shack is. Like it really doesn't matter when it comes to that for the Tranny Shack. Project. It's never mattered for that. Like from back in 2007. Not that it's a bad thing, but it's just, it is what it is. Well, it's a different emphasis. It's a different mm-hmm. kind of pageant. Yeah. Certainly, you know, that pageant is far different than the ones we're talking about. Mm-hmm. What about you, Miss Carney? Well, I am running for the Miss Crunchwrap Supreme pageant. Um, <laughs> so far, I'm the only contestant. All Fingers right. crossed. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Do- I'm not really a big pageant person. I've been asked this a lot. I'm far from a pageant girl, but I'm and not afraid of a little competition girl. No, well, the thing is, there is no competition. Really. Oh, so, that's cute. So I just, I don't know, it's just not my thing. It's just not uh-huh. my, my field of interest, really. I'm more of the comedy thing. I'm really more going toward that direction of doing like stand up, working with stand up producers, doing comedy, emceeing, hosting. That's my focus. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Pageantry, yeah, maybe. Let's see. I mean, I just, you know, for. I acknowledge the fact that I just really thrive in a situation, an environment of like, not about competing with others, but like really pushing Pushing myself. And that's really what I think that a pageant, I think that there's two ways to approach a pageant. Either like I'm here to beat them or like I'm here to like be the best me I can be and be a better me afterwards as a result. Yeah. I mean, when I do, when I do pageants, it's, 
it, I'm far from a pageant queen. We all know this. But um, I do it because I learn so much when I do a pageant. I, f- I feel like it's it's forcing yourself to do this thing. And, you, like, it's forcing yourself to learn tricks of the trade that you mm-hmm. wouldn't learn just doing drag on a regular basis. It's You're, you're sitting down. You're forcing yourself to do this because you don't want to go up there looking stupid. And at the same time, it, it opens up your social network because of this last pageant I did, I've been able to perform in Virginia and Seattle and soon Portland and soon Minneapolis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a great opportunity. Yeah. I think, I think that the, my goals right now have are, are very focused. So yeah, absolutely. I love so it. In the future, yes. Um, at this moment, probably not. You know, I, um, I had to say that, like, the funny thing about pageants for me is that it really, I'm, I'm just thinking back when we were in the Miss Gay California pageant together, mm-hmm. Pearl. Pearl was like, who are you? Who are you? Because pageants bring out a very different side of oh me. Oh, my God. Like, in the dressing room, like, believe it or not, I actually become really, really nice. nice. I, was so, I was like, this isn't right. Get her I, out of here. I really become very nice in, a, in the dressing room during a pageant. And the reason is because um, when I get very nervous, like, I... Like, uh, you know, the, the bitchy commentary and all that is comes from being comfortable, mm-hmm. like, with the people around me and whatever. When I become very uncomfortable, like, I go, like, I, I pull all of that in, and it becomes about, like, how can I be helpful to these people around me and, like, make everybody more comfortable? Because n- none of us really knew each other. Te- well, I mean, like, Pearl and I knew each other very well and a mm-hmm. few of the others, but, yeah. like, for the most part, like we didn't know each other super well. Yeah, not like, not anything personal or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so it was like an environment where I was like, even that to me is like, refre- I'm like, oh, I feel like, you know, calmed and centered. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. It was, was super fun. fun. And I will be doing that again this year. Yeah, I um, I saw that they are, I mean, they, they've got a lot of interest. You know, the one thing that I um, liked about this Universal Panache pageant versus say the Miss Gay California United States pageant is that there was like a set number of entrants available Mm -hmm. and it was like a first come first serve type of thing versus the United States pageant system or particularly the California pageant system which is an open system which means that you find yourself competing with people who are not even remotely local and I'm just like there's something not to like dog La Saviana Hunt who won this even though she last year against Pearl and myself, even though she was from Seattle, it's just like there's something a little like mm-hmm. rubs me a little wrong. I'm like, girl, it's like this is a huge fucking state. Like, get your own pageant type yeah. of thing, you know. And and because of the fact that I know that many girls last year competed and didn't place the way they wanted to, so they're going to be yes. going looking for a new opportunity. Yeah. And that means like we're going to get an influx of bitches, especially since the. You know, it, yeah. nationals is going to be nationals here. is going to be here in San Francisco this year. So everyone from the city has home advantage. Um, so good luck to you, bitches. I'm coming for you, hoes. Sleep on me. Do Everybody it. else is sleeping on her. I know. I'm ah. always the under- oh no! <laughs> Sorry. I'm always the underdog. In <laughs> She's like, yeah. I love, I love it. But anyways, um, play some luck, music, good girl. Good luck at the Love Panache pageant. When is that? It is the, we leave on the, like, I want to say the 13th of October, and I want to say the pageant is, like, the 19th-ish. Oh, so you're going to spend some time out there. It's, we're there for um, seven or eight days. It's, oh, like, nice. girl, the first, like, nice, nice. I, 
it's so there's so much stuff because you're tra it's like you know it's a national pageant you're having to travel with all this stuff and there's like multiple categories for us too and all this stuff and so it's it's a little taxing but I think it's going to be easier because there's so many of us going and so you, you know is it is there, there not a prelim is it um, well generally speaking there are prelims there's prelims in Seattle um, there's prelim in here Northern California Panache pageant prelims um, which Landa more or less represented last year. Uh -huh. There's prelims in, I want to say, Arizona or New Mexico, maybe Arizona and New Mexico. And then there's the Hawaiian prelims. Um, but we did not have to go through a prelim because we were recruited by Landa. So if you, oh. if you like, if the winner recruits you, you come in basically sponsored by that person. Oh, girl, well, if you win, I'm ready next year. Oh, very Let's good. Win. Very, very good. I wish you luck. And on that note, let's hope the internet is working because I am not having it. Okay. Let's get into it, Grooch. I know what it is. Turn up the volume, bitch. That's what it was. My bad.
right, we are at the end of our show, which you know what that means. It's our final thoughts. Well, it's been fabulous, ladies. Thanks for coming to the Pearl Tees Takeover. Hi, Perliqua. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. All right, so what's going on this week with you guys? Last thoughts, Sean Perry. Um, Thursday night at Badlands, I'm there from 9 until 2 with the Hot Go-Go Boys. All right. No cover. And then Miss Carney. Thursday Bow, Saturday Beatbox, Sunday Balancois, Sunday Bow. We got time. Do we have times for those? Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Um, Thursday, 10, Bow. <laughs> Saturday, 10, Beatbox. Cute. Balancois, Sunday, 12, 30, 1, 30, 2, 30. Perfect. Bow. <laughs> 10 p.m. Sunday, August 3rd. All right. Happy early birthday, by the Thanks. way. Yes, so, Carney. How old are you turning? 45. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I didn't hear the question. Oh, how old are you? Or I'm will you be? I'm turning 20. He <laughs> got it. Yeah, 20. That, <laughs> that's wonderful. What's going on Saturday night at Beatbox? Oh, yeah. that 90s It's her 90s party, party yeah, yeah, Birch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for her, her beat it. Who's the DJ? It's uh, DJ uh, Guy Rubin. No, lies. Somebody bring Liza Minnelli. Rotten Robbie. Okay, yeah. Oh, Rotten Robbie's fab. I love her. Somebody bring her some cake because she likes some cake and some... Cake, cake, cake. Bring her a rum cake, bitch. (laughs) Forget the cake. Just bring her rum. I'm down for that. Okay. Pearl. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) I'm down for that. I like Bacardi. All right. A Bacardi rum cake. I am Miss Poyo. What's going on? Oh, well, right now we are like... I've got so many things on the burner you know I just did a photo shoot with Jose Guzman Cologne and I saw a sneak peek of a picture or two or three and oh my god they're sickening I'm not gonna lie yeah they're gorge and we we did some early shooting for a video Sean Perry I need to send you that track we debuted Russ Rich debuted our song together yes yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play it at Underworld next time oh, so yeah. if y'all didn't know Poyo finally debuted her latest single I'm performing it all over Hell and Back I'll be actually performing the new song um, this Saturday night at Splash in San Jose with Raja and Jimmy Durano and Christian Owens and some porn boys. It's the, it's a Starfucker party. Oh, Starfucker party. That's yeah. right. I saw that flyer. So the name ha- of the song is the the name of the song is I'd Rule the World. A woman's got the power. It's Poya Delmar and Russ Rich featuring Carly Ozard, and we were working on a video. Like we were working on a video for the White Lady Problem song, and I'm going to try to recycle some of that video because that video actually never happened, mm-hmm. and. Um, so we're working on that. Then that. So I'm with Raja in San Jose this Saturday. I'm in Sac- I'm in San Francisco on Sunday night for the Glam Zone, 9:45 showtime at the cafe. So come by and see us there. Then next weekend I am. I'm pretty sure with Raja again in Sacramento. Um, that's the Labor Day weekend. Finanza, bonanza, finanza. I'm there Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and then I'm at the Lookout on Monday for my Labor Day recovery party, so come by and check me out there. Oh, oh my right, God, your Jello shooters. Oh yeah, God. the Jello shooters. Oh my God. Those damn things. Do I'm you have your nails, do you wear nails when you do those? I have worn nails in the past when I've done it, but like, I'm actually, we, we don't do jello shots like normal in a cup. She, they're they're in like a, a giant spectrum. syringe. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's like, I've nearly put out people's eye with my nail like flying <laughs> off like while I'm trying to do it and stuff like, so we don't do nails, okay? That's a no nail day. Yeah. yeah. I think but, the last time you had one that I was there, I saw you with nails and I was like, I don't think that looks right. Well, I, um, <laughs> I, I will tell you, girl, I just went to Dollar Tree and cleaned up on the nails, bitch. The Dollar Tree's oh. got some cute nails. Wait, they got nails? Uh-huh, they have everything at Dollar Tree. You're, yeah, now, you got some man hands, boo. You found I, nails that fit you? I do. Like, so that's a shock. It, it really is. But they, um, 
I'm a little jaded. I'm only available at Dollar Tree though. You know where also has I'm gonna, like I tell all you. This is the thing. Like a normal drag queen keeps so many secrets. They're like I'm not telling you where I get my shit because then once you tell, then everybody goes and there's nothing left for you. But um, Dollar Tree has great nails. They come and go at Dollar Tree, but um, they're great. And Daiso has amazing nails. That fits you. Yes. Really? Those, Those Asian people's nails yes. fit you. Yes. What? And but and they're they're like a buck fifty and they're they're beautiful and. <clears throat> are they decorated? Yes, they are, and everybody loves them. And um, I had some nails from Daiso, and people were like, "Those are fierce." Carney always like jokes with me because I will keep an Altoid tin. <laughs> I keep an Altoid tin in my drag bag, and every time I wear nails, I take them off and put them if they don't get ruined when I pop them you off. Save them. I save them in the I Altoid tin, I and then you. the next week I'll just like go in the tin and find t- any yeah, ten, yeah. any ten that Matt like that go on the finger. It really is. I wonder what colors I got in here today. <laughs> I don't care. I was telling. That's fabulous. That's great. I was telling them. You know, girl, like right now with nails, like the accent nail is like Anything. totally the, the thing. Like you have nine nails that match in one accent nail. Well, bitch, when you have 10 that are completely different, every nail's an accent, bitch. Oh, so it's you never know what you're going to get on my hoof. Uh, well, <laughs> that is what it is. Well, okay. You guys can go check them out. You guys can check them out on their Facebooks. Carne Asada is at Carne Asada. Poyo Del Mar is at Poyo Del Mar. And at Poyo Del Mar fans. At Poyo Del Mar fans. Sorry, y'alls. And then Sean Perry is DJ Sean Perry. DJ Sean P. Just Sean P. That's DJ what it Sean is. P. I knew it was a little different. And you can catch your girl Pearl Tees right on Facebook also at facebook.com forward slash Pearl Tees. And that's T-E-E-S-E. No porno. Okay. And you guys can catch me all over the place. Catch me on Facebook. All right, ladies. If you catch Pearl Tees, be sure to go to the free clinic or see Garza. You can help. They can help put you on prep. <laughs> Post exposure. So they can put you on pep. Oh. Oh. Uh, that's the pearl exposure. Right. The pearl exposure pill. Prophylactic. They put you on pep. No. If you've been exposed oh, to if you've been exposed to pearl teas, please do not spread it. I'm waiting for them to come out with a with a shot. So sure, you, it'll sure. cure it's you guys' as, it'll cure yes. you guys of those hangovers. You know they they're talking about how they are now looking at Truvada as a shot, an injectable shot that's every that's three months. Really, truly um, Amazing. Pearl takes multiple shots a night just to protect herself from herself. You have no idea. Usually it's shots of vodka or something like and that. Always says I plead the fifth of tequila. Everything. Every yeah. yeah. Mm. The only thing she doesn't do is that gin. All right, ladies oh, and gentlemen, I'll tune in that. every Wednesday here at House of Pride Radio from 6 to 8 p.m. at mutinyradio.fm. Bye, ladies. Bye. It's not even 8 o'clock, Perliqua. No, we, we, we log out at 7.45. Boo. Oh, bye. Bye, <laughs> bye ladies. Bye, bye. y'all. Bye. Work me.
Greetings and salutations, boys and girls. You are in Aces Space here on MutinyRadio.fm. My guest today will be Nick Petty of The Happies. He should be along in eh, about a half an hour or so. He'll be live in the studio. We'll have a chat about his career and uh, and his unique approach to uh, doing music. He, um, he loves to upload his songs to YouTube and... Um, they're mostly kind of live and acoustic, sometimes with collaborators, sometimes not. So we'll be playing a few tracks of his, and we'll be chatting with him uh, about his uh, his band and his uh, music, and get an idea of uh, you know a local artist on the way up. Um, and it's kind of unique because he's not only a uh, has a band called The Happies, he does solo acoustic stuff. So very interesting stuff and. Like I said, he has a lot of interesting collaborators, so we'll find out about all of that stuff and hear some of his really cool stuff uh, that reminds me a lot of uh, somewhere between Beck and Nirvana. So um, in keeping with an acoustic artist, I'm going to play all acoustic music today. So let's lead off. Let's see. With um, I'll play some stuff that... Uh, is near and dear to my heart, some KISS acoustic, and uh, we'll go from there, leading up to uh, when Mr. Petty arrives, which, I as I said, should be sometime around the 4 o'clock hour. So, uh, for those of you who are just joining me or are listening to this on a podcast, um, thank you for your support. Please do um, visit me online, um, the... Aces Space page on Facebook is facebook.com slash Aces Space Radio. The Twitter pages and the main page to reach me at is um, facebook.com slash realitycheckTV or, uh, or facebook.com slash acerealitycheckTV. Those are the pages to get me at. On Twitter is at acerealitycheck and or at Reality Check TV 2. That's right, Reality Check TV 2, because Reality Check TV apparently was taken up by some other entity, which at some point or another will get a, as I've joked many a time <clears throat> on this program, that I will be sending them a letter at some point or another because they're not Reality Check TV. We are, and we've had the, the name and the copyright and the trademark for, I don't know, 20-something years. So anybody who tries to do reality check TV out there or, you know, any permutation of that, you know, you're violating my trademark. Speaking of Facebook, I'm a little pissed at Facebook because, uh, you know, my public page, my personal public page that I interact with all of my friends and acquaintances and business associates and so on is under Ace Reality Check TV. And I also have a fan page under that same name. Well, apparently, Facebook doesn't like people having, you know, uh, stage names or pseudonyms, as it were. And <clears throat> you know, I find that very frustrating because what difference does it make to them? Uh, everybody that knows me knows me as Ace from Reality Check TV. That's how they know me. 
And if that's how I represent myself online, what is the big deal? What's their problem with that? Why is that a drag for them? Now, if I were accused of, you know, some uh, malfeasance, I could see them wanting to convert me over. But there's really no reason for it. And, you know, I have the same problem that a lot of people who have public personas uh, do as in the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence is a great example. You know, all these people have their own pages under their stage names or their pen names or their pseudonyms, whatever you want to call it. And it's just frustrating because, you know, we choose to use that as our public face. And, you know, same goes for my friends who are in the uh, performing arts, uh, such as. Um, uh, burlesque performers particularly you know they're out there on stage they're putting themselves in various stages of undress shall we say and that is just one aspect of their you know uh, identity and a lot of people have you know uh, legal names that they don't want out there on Facebook for various reasons uh, usually because they don't want employers or, or stalkers to find them uh, find their uh, true names and the same goes for me. You know, I, I have uh, a, a public persona that I represent myself through my name on Facebook. And up until very recently, it was fine. But now there's this whole movement to, you know, you have to put your real name on. And that's a bunch of crap because my real name, the, the name that everybody knows me by, including my family, my friends, my lovers, my, any of my business associates and acquaintances know me as 